0: meeting shops and, you know, coordinating a little relationship with them. Like, hey, I'll to. run your in-house brand. Just give me all your trim That's and it. let me buy it from your growers.
1: Yeah. That'd be cool.
0: great, bro. Legit. Here you go.
1: We won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll just talk about the transition. transition. I want them to know the technical side, not the not the dirty side. Well, yeah. Dirty. What is dirty? You know what I mean? I mean that's a matter of opinion. What do you say? Yeah, I mean that's just you. They know. call wise guys gangsters and they they're like, We're just fucking you got a name for that shit. Yeah, we right. don't call that shit nothing. Right? It doesn't exist. It's <laughs> like I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. You guys got together in a room and decided to call us a group or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? We are honored. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that you took the time out of your day. Right? To dedicate to us.
1: Yeah. Oh, headphones. Let me scoot my chair back a little bit. I feel like I've all in this. I still haven't gotten uh, completely comfortable with the whole microphone in your face thing.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much in your face.
1: It's It feels a little odd. And as people get better at this, like, they get better at, like, da-da-da-da, and it doesn't really fuck with them. Like, coming from an acting background, this bothers me. <laughs> it's like, yo, tell this boom operator to get the fucking boom out of my face. What's going I, on here? I. Yeah. <laughs> Truman Show shit. It's, it's just because it's mainly audio yeah. that's really what it's about It's because it's mainly audio back in the day with the video is different but yeah this is mainly because it's radio it's got to be pimped out so people listen to it in the car and it sounds fat
0: Ooh that's very true yeah if you smack that thing in your hand it usually
1: uh. or
0: on the table maybe I don't know there we go, there we go.
1: there's got to be a method to this
0: right? It's how you make the magic happen? <laughs>
1: that tastes great.
0: It's either grape pie or resin crusher, which is just like a strawberry banana cross.
1: So that is it's live resin.
0: Yeah. Okay. No distillate. No cut. No weird shit.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah, it tastes amazing. And. Uh,
0: and no atomizer. Yeah, I mean. Just a nice ceramic plate at the bottom.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I was a big fan of the pens when they first came out. Um, just the like, even the little coil ones. Do you remember the evolution of? Oh yeah, of the equipment. Yeah, yeah. When so you could actually see the
0: coil and you're like, "Oh, yeah. cool, just drop it a little in wires and yeah, you're good. Yeah, 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 yeah." Like, wait, what is uh, that? They're made of
1: lead? <laughs> yeah, it's probably not good shit. I'll be honest with you, but let's just be honest that this started on some some pretty uh, some pretty grimy shit. I remember dudes like some of my old partners like scraping. Pretty nasty looking dabs off of fucking yeah. parchment well, paper and bad. shit, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Taking them back Clearing. to back with a hot ass nail. Yeah.
0: Bright red, sizzle.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. yeah. For you. Yo, welcome back guys. <laughs> this is the Picture Me Rolling show. I'm your host, yeah. Chauncey. Sequentially a party, and uh, today I got uh, my man Marcus from Nature's Lab Extracts. Uh, really one of the the dopest cats in the game right now as far as the extract thing is. Uh, everything I've ever seen from them's fire, and uh, uh, you know they're respected in the streets. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on, brother. Um, I just hit this G Pen with your live resin card in it. It's a uh, it's pretty uh, It's pretty tasty, and it definitely has a much better terp profile than those distillate carts and the stuff that the general public's used to, you know?
0: Yeah, we didn't uh, cut that or mix it. We tried to come up with a nice recipe that was just 100% distillate-free on that. We've never had a pen before, so we were kind of trying to hold out until we found something that was the right thing.
1: Yeah, because it's hard to it's hard to get the consistency down and the right you know the right atomizer and everything else to to find something that's gonna do the brand justice.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. I wouldn't want to put my name on something that was when you're a when you're an industry dude and you really are about the quality and the and the you know the natural progression of things like you don't want to put your you know you know you don't want to put your brand on something that's not fire you know.
0: Yeah, you got a lot to lose at that point.
1: Yeah, and just uh. You know, just for the sake of uh, even, like, you know, because you want have good shit.
0: Yeah, I, I don't want people to have a question when they buy our brand. If they see that logo, they know that it's going to be good because we at least tried it before we was sent it out. We don't send anything out. We haven't tried.
1: That's great, too. Um, I'm a big uh, I'm a big believer in people that, uh, you know, people that don't have to be connoisseurs, but at least you partake in the, in the, the smoking of the sacred herb to... To know what what is what you know,
0: yeah, I mean that does it does do a lot of justice for you when you're uh, at least trying as much as you possibly can you know I try not to be I try to be present when everything's coming out of the oven if I'm not making it myself, you know, really, at least that way we can I can see what it's going to be like, you know texture wise color and all that things before it gets sent off to packaging because you know at that point you know it's a lot less likely I'm going to be able to test it and you know, yeah, give an objection
1: um. Why don't you give us a little bit of a background on, uh, you know, doesn't have to be uh, whatever you're comfortable with, who you are, uh, where you come from, and uh, maybe how you got, you know, how'd you get in the game? Like, uh, what, what was the fascination that started you down this path to, to be a, uh, you know, really a master of a, a, a art form, a new technical art form that we're finding? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'll let you I'll let you start.
0: Uh, I mean, I I was in. College for mechanical industrial engineering, so I was kind of sciencey anyway on that side. And then uh, they actually had a, a professor that we would give us give us lab time. And one day he came in, you know, at the la- end of the lab, and was like, "Yeah, I don't I don't really come in here after like eight o'clock at night." So at that point, I started bringing in stuff after eight o'clock at night, and you know, run some tests and you know, mostly isopropylene and you know cold water extraction. This was like back in like two thousand five, six, somewhere there.
1: Pretty, pretty early on in the, in the concentrate market for sure. Yeah. Um, 05, 06 is like, it hadn't even really took in, that wasn't a, you know, it didn't have a really big following no. for the, for the general And I was still in Arizona point. back then. So. Okay, cool. So you were really I got ahead at, of the game. Yeah. I got out here in like
0: 2007, 2008 and that's when we started Nature's Lab. Up.
1: Perfect time. Yeah.
0: And we were mostly just like shop to shop, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean everybody was shop to shop back yeah. then in like the L.A. or the the Bay Market, pretty much. You know, yeah,
0: we we got like a, we actually put the name on it. I think in like 2013 when we answered like a High Times, I think.
1: Really, that's great, yeah. and and uh, I'm glad you guys have that that yeah. brand power too, because I think that that was key like early on. The people that um, you know from running shops, we kind of like everybody talks about how the shops were kind of brandless up into a certain. Point, you know what I mean, and then even as a like managing a shop and thinking about. Well, I remember when people started to come in with prepackaged and and packaged stuff, and like you know, we kind of it kind of didn't, you know. It kind of didn't move as fast or something else. I think we kind of held back the
0: the progression
1: of things because they, uh, um, I guess, the wasn't ready for it, you know. But um, I mean, I didn't. Two thousand thirteen was early in the game to have a branded,
0: uh... We still were, I mean, it was just a sticker back then. I mean, yeah. we still weren't, like, full on. I mean, to, to us, that still didn't make sense. Like, I, I saw, I thought it was still kind of crazy that we were putting a brand on there. It's like, yeah. okay, now people can definitely trace us
1: back to Yeah, well, us. that's, that's all right, so now the cat's out know. of the bag. Why, why everybody was really worried about it was, like, because it was still some gray, gray area shit, yeah. and they weren't, you know, it wasn't so like, oh, okay, this is a real thing yet. This is going to be here forever. This is a business now. Yeah. That, like, even though it's not federally accepted yet, we still feel like is, like, this trend is in one direction. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I thought it was going to dead end. You know, I mean, back then you're like, okay, so when am I going to get a job back at Boeing and yeah, stop I making mean, hash? Yeah, I mean,
1: you don't really know, you know, and nothing's concrete. But, uh, you know, now I feel like regardless of it being a topsy-turvy time in the industry and, and uh, you know, things changing and loopholes and new problems and things like that as people scale and do whatever, Um, I think we can agree that, that this is here to stay though. And if you want to be in the business, then you'll probably have a place in it somewhere no matter what, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point you got to kind of either jump into it or, you know, both feet in or, or get out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's it. I I feel the same way. It's
0: just a lot more expensive now than it used to be. Yeah. I mean, as, as things, uh. That's kind of how everybody knew it was going to be. I mean, that's kind of how it works when it goes legal, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, when you have, uh
0: overhead's crazy
1: <laughs> yeah you know everything is everything is uh, everything is more expensive in a in a legal market you know yeah everything i mean i remember like all right here just so when when i remember running the shops when the the turn um i had a shop on pico and fairfax at the time pretty much over there mid-city and uh I remember us thinking, "Oh, we gotta buy all these exit bags and all this stuff for when the thing is, because it's gotta be in a childproof exit bag." And it's just like a new expense for a business that just like doubled, like something that you have to give to every to every patron. You know what yeah. I
0: mean? Were, were Were you guys supposed to bring them back at first too? Because I know they're I mean, doing we that. We were in asking people
1: to bring them back, obviously, yeah. because you know what I mean. You would want to. Uh, You would want them to anyway if they're going to return with it and use it again but uh you know you know what it is most of the time people don't i'm not gonna not send somebody home with their medicine because yeah
0: they forgot their exit bag
1: yeah exactly (laughs) um so you start making like cold water um
0: cold water and iso yeah uh but like isopropylene um and then we just refine it out like in the lab and uh and then once I got out here to, to L.A., it kind of turned into more of a, one of my buddies got uh, wrapped up for uh, growing weed in his backyard. Okay. And Another friend had given me a bag of trim to give him, and, you know, he's like, hey, well, you got an engineering degree, like, figure it out, you know. Like, so I went home and looked on YouTube and saw someone using a turkey baster for, to run BHO in their backyard and thought I could probably do better than that. Yeah, so uh, turkey
1: baster. So then you
0: know, it kind of just went from there, and then you know, then we started up the lab, and you know, got and a lot more product in, and yeah, started. We really just did crumble back then, but no one really did crumble. Everybody thought it was poison. Everybody started doing lab tests. They found out that really wasn't the case.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then, exactly. Uh,
0: yeah, and then the Shatter Wave, and
1: yeah, the Shatter Wave was now cool. we're on the
0: Sauce Wave and the diamond wave. wave, and Sh-
1: Shatter packaging like. Once again, coming from a retail background in those days, and like packaging our own, our own stuff, shatter became problematic for a little while. Yeah, and it's just a pain in the ass. Even once yeah. we figured it out with the with the with the keeping it cold, it's still like it's it's probably the most tedious thing in the world to package.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, a what pair I mean? of cold scissors, and you know, go to town. Yeah, but you got to have like thirty pairs of cold scissors.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but uh yeah crumble crumble was great butter became a thing yeah you do a lot of butter
0: yeah that's kind of like yeah i I say right now it's kind of split between sauce and like that wet batter batter a lot of people like that wet batter
1: because that's that flavor bro that's that original like yeah
0: yeah that's what I mean that's what I like that's what this stuff is yeah Definitely like a wet batter e like yeah yeah looks great you uh want another dab
1: yeah i'm 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 high as hell already but i'll I will take another dab for sure um <laughs> I don't do a lot of dabs. It's been a while. I'm actually, you know, I do smoke dabs and I've had plenty of experience, but on a day to day basis.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Some days it's all joints, some days.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm a joint smoker. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um I still enjoy flour.
1: It's my preferred uh it's my preferred method, obviously. Everybody's got their thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Remember this used to be like a ritualistic thing to like Yeah. The way you, you uh
0: Consume your cannabis. <laughs> yeah, everybody's always been a little different. I mean.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. <coughs> so what was that? That was some uh, OG some some OG THCA distillate, ba- I mean, uh That one is, uh,
0: yeah, it, we, we've been calling this stuff moon sand. So yeah. it's like, a, it still has a terp layer in it. It's not just like straight, straight THCA. But yeah. This one was a kosher kush. Nice. So it's, like, still got a little bit of, like, lemon vibe to it. But, yeah, it's uh it's been a good texture. And that way, it's, it's uh we don't use any of that CRC stuff, so it's not, you know.
1: <coughs> Will you explain CRC um, uh, so, to our listeners, actually? So,
0: it's, it's a chromatography is really all as it is. Uh, and, uh, I mean, it's color remediation is what it's abbreviated for. It's, like, color remediation chromatography. Some people say it's color remediation column. But uh the punchline is it. You can take pigments out of stuff. So you're taking something that, you know, has like a darker pigment. And you can take all the pigments out and make it a lighter color. Uh, and the thought is you're filtering it out, which is great. You you are definitely filtering it out, but you're you're going to take some things with it. You're yeah. using absorbance. And so they absorb things. So it might be, you know, terpene or a little bit of THC or something, but it's also the color. Yeah. Uh, which is great. Some people are very honest and are making some really nice CRC stuff out there. Yeah. But I've a, seen
1: some that is like, it looks incredible. Yeah.
0: But then a, a lot more times than others, it seems like people are cheating with it. So they're taking some stuff that they well, you would never smoke. And then they're running it through the CRC <laughs> column, and then it looks beautiful, like some amazing wet batter. And then, you know, it just tastes really bland or they're adding something back on top of it, you know? So it's, it's really hard when everything that looks really pretty is like, well, it's kind of suspect. Yeah. It looks a little too pretty, you know? Yeah. Which is, you know, if you're just re- running on like low low temperatures and things like that, you you know you kind of end up with the same result. But for some reason, people feel the need to really, really, really run stuff through all this refining powder. Which you know, if you're thinking, you know, if I'm growing stuff from your grow and you're like, man, this is the fire, it's like, well, why am I going to
1: filter out the fire? Exactly. No, I'm with that 100. I I want nat- natural terps and things. I don't want to. I don't I don't even, even want to separate them and add them back. I want it to be yeah natural. You know.
0: I never understood that one either. Like let's separate them back out and it's like and check me pour them back on top. It's like, eh.
1: <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. well it's each like, their own. I don't like the third party situations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like i my mind works a certain way, so I'm like, nah, I don't wanna I don't wanna take an extra step if I don't have to. Yeah.
0: I mean, I understand some people wanna be their own mixologist too, you know. Well, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, I mean, their own well, self, you know. Let's be honest.
1: That the CRC, this the technique that we're talking about is uh it basically takes um it takes a concentrate, and it can take a pigment out and make it a lighter color, which is more attractive. Yeah, in the market. Yeah, it's 100%. a more desired look. Yeah, so hundred percent.
0: I mean, I could run my stuff CRC and make <coughs> it look prettier. Uh, and for, uh, but I mean, we already you know it's already ran. It's fire. A bunch it of looks pretty anyway. It looks like it's anyway, supposed to look, so and it's, you know,
1: it's, it's nice. You know, yeah. and uh, a lot of people don't know, but like, just for the listeners that aren't super tech savvy in the in the cannabis business. Uh, the maturation of a, of a trichrome changes the color of it. So when materials ran to make a concentrate, if it's uh, fresher um, and even sometimes taken earlier in a cycle, it's going to have a lighter, nicer, more attractive color. Yeah, that's true. Too. And then as the, you know, if the material is left out in bad conditions after it's, it's uh, being kept before it's processed, it can, it'll get darker and darker.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it
1: oxidizes and It you know, oxidizes. It's going to get darker and, and darker as stuff. the days as the days go, go on. Yeah. And it's going to make this concentrate a darker color which is less attractive. Yeah, there's definitely that the smart
0: spot of like harvesting getting it into like the freezer, you know. For sure. Gotta I love mean, those guys who have those cryo freezers now that are just like boom yeah. flash freeze.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yep. Badass. It. Um Yeah, my my boys over at Permacool or uh Doing some dope ass shit with like, you know, getting to the temps that you need to be, keeping material at the temps, and getting yeah. getting the temps consistently at labs that um that uh you need to you need to have. Uh, how do you feel with the transition to the the recreational cannabis market in the state of California?
0: Well, it's been fun. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we went. We jumped out to Nevada for a year just to see what the market was like out there to try okay. to at least understand kind of what it would be like in Cali. Yeah, like getting onto metric and all yeah. that. And uh,
1: yeah, it's the technical part of it. It's been a
0: lot of it. Met- metric is a track and trace system. I'm, yeah, I'm, it's not a I'm not talking about like metric size wrenches or anything
1: like no, that. No, no, no. Yeah, for uh, those that it, don't know, metric is the it's the track and trace system for the state of California and Nevada and Colorado. Yeah, um, it's what you know. Basically can, controls the supply chain from yeah. from every avenue and every point. Seed to sale. Seed to sale, say. completely, as they yeah. say.
0: And, uh, um, yeah, so, I mean, getting on that was not so bad, but just, I guess, everybody becoming accountable for it and each yeah. department understanding, like, what they do, worrying about, like, how it transfers. And, like, we work in a bunch of different labs, and everybody's got a different way of doing it.
1: And, of course, as, I mean, as you'll find with anything else. Yeah. I think everybody... In this business in general, everybody has a different way yeah. of doing things.
0: So, I mean, metric hasn't really created, like, a, a crazy standard yet. No one's really got a standard yet for it, you yeah. know, for really any process. Like, everyone's SOPs are so, so very different. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about, like, manufacturing, but just, like, on the, you know, track and trace side for the most part. It's like everybody's, you know, doing it a little differently. Uh, you know. <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, uh, but from it,
1: a, from a micro business level too, I think that it's just really tough because like you said, like if you isolate, a uh, a, a point of the business and you're like, okay, you guys go follow these rules. This is your place in the system basically at this point of whether you're an extractor a processor or distributor or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think to like, uh, really build the whole network together and make it all run seamlessly. Like, at some point, it's going to have to be, like, you know, every there is some standard operating procedure for that is universal across the entire thing, that this is just that way that's done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we'll see. It's still, still like I said, new hurdles. That's what we're kind of talking about. Yeah. It would be I really like, nice
0: if they'd let us bank. That's really the, the biggest pain in the ass of it all, is, is well, the, yeah, of the standard of that, just because... They just collecting cash and everything, and doing—it's just such a more of a pain in the ass than it should be. So it'd be great if they just, you know, let us use some banking pretty soon here.
1: I mean, yeah, that that uh wires would be nice. Federal level, I mean, that would be uh that would be legit. And once again, more hurdles and loopholes, and oh, yeah. and uh and uh, you know, more adjustment because if it gets to that point, there definitely will be some across the board. Uh, Standards and regulations, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, which would be great. I mean, I'm not mad at that. I mean, it's uh, it's it's crazy though watching some of these really big guys that built out giant places out faster than anyone else could, and now you know they're probably gonna sell their spots for nothing, know,
1: pennies on the dollar,
0: and then you that got the other seems guys to be that, like they grew right. like a little smaller spot, but like they're doing okay, you know.
1: Well, they're they so. they can pay their overhead, bro. They're not burning yeah. cash. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, the dudes that have came up in the game from growing or being in retail or extracting you know what I mean um or you just distributing like the people that have started small and kind of built their way they're they have different fears as far as scaling things and doing whatever you know what I mean like everybody wants a lot right away when they're starting something and they have nothing but a dude that's like slowly climbing this ladder of being a business owner in a in that type of field is gonna know like you know you you walk before you run you got to scale okay. these things all right I I'll give you an example of that so some friends of mine I won't mention the friends or the the spot but it was a big place in Palm Springs and they were going out there to do a tour of their grow that they had just built, and they had their first high-risk or whatever, you know? And uh, they had, like, a couple hundred lights and uh, five people trimming. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> new in the game, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah,
0: They're like, well, I have this broccoli farm, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, nah, but, uh, but also just, like, the the early designs were, like, you know, like, have you seen some... some some autocad of like a a room design and it's just fucking lights everywhere bro wall to wall tables the whole layout is just plants and you're just like well yeah but where are you going to work at like you know they a lot of the these companies got in and were like you know let's just throw money at this thing and build it we're going to build a really nice facility and it's like well you obviously have never done this before yeah (laughs) you know what i mean first
0: concern was aesthetics that was your first problem right there
1: (laughs) yeah exactly um, do you find that with the, cause you work with quite a few labs, um,
0: a lot of them don't make sense when you walk through them, you know, it's like, exactly like step one is over in this corner. Step two is like far across the building. You cause know, they don't like, do that. So why, why am I walking so far? And it's like, you know, during the parts where it's like sensitive to, you
1: know, exactly. Like, so, <laughs> like I'm trying to make shatter. I don't want to, I don't want
0: to, you know, it, it, I don't want any dust or anything, and it's like so. I gotta walk to this oven room that's down the hall and to the left. It's like Jesus. Okay, <laughs> let's do this. Can I at least have a cart.
1: There's always a mission, <laughs>
0: you know. Could someone follow me and open the doors? No, I'm on my own. Sweet.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious, but it's true. Like yeah. when you're in that situation, uh, or they're
0: in. You're in a closet. We you know, we where like it's to call that a designed, and you're just you know you, yeah. your your ovens are right behind you, and like heat's an issue, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly, like everywhere. You're like okay. So where am I supposed to do all the work at?
1: Yeah. Um, so that's that's a yes. Then the answer to that question yes. is is that these guys. <laughs> I mean, I think that people should at least like, you know, have somebody that does it help in the design work. So you know.
0: Hey, well, usually when I come to a lab that's not our lab, it's usually more of like a custodial thing anyway. Yeah. You know, it's. They already built out this space, and, you know, it's either good or bad or, you know, fully furnished with every piece of equipment that we ever wanted or completely barren or, like, a mishmash or something. But it's usually custodial work, you know, that we yeah. usually do because everybody's got a lab. It's just not a lot of them are really running.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: And most of them are making distillate, though, right now. I mean, if yeah. they're making anything.
1: Yeah, um, for those that don't know, distillate is, uh, distillate is –
0: just THC stripped down to just THC. So it's like a, you, you take out all the other molecules that you possibly can, except for some of the lesser cannabinoids that are really similar in molecular weight that you can't. Uh, like there, it's usually just THC, like some THCV, like CBN sometimes sneaks in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, usually that's all it is. So it's just straight THC.
1: And that's what's uh, mixed with a little bit of a cutting agent and probably some flavor. If, I mean, if you're buying in the
0: legal market, it sh- it's just going to be terpenes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but if you're buying from a black market source, the, it's probably going to be Let's cut, go
1: back yeah. a couple of years and know that, you know, and <laughs> oh, for yeah, most of the country, day. because I want to speak for everybody as well, that, uh, I mean, that's what people are smoking in, in most other states yeah. and yeah, whatever Yeah, PG else. and, you yeah. know,
0: some pegs and all sorts of fun glycols, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sugar, I guess. It's, yeah. you know, could be worse.
1: Yeah, it could be worse. That's funny uh when the whole vaping related uh when the vape crisis went down, it was funny. I I thought back to my boy Manny's dad. Uh Manny is a you know owner operator Green Dragon and uh his father Albert is a older Armenian Russian gentleman that uh that you know, he's very matter of fact, the big boss, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? But uh when the vape cartridges first came around. I remember him laughing to his uh to his homeboy Christoph at the shop and he's like he told him you can't smoke that. It's going to give you a fucking it's it's going to give you pneumonia. It's your fucking right. inhaling water vapor.
0: <laughs> he was 100% right. <laughs> yeah. And I mean
1: and like just called it like spot on when the shit first hit the scene he, and he was laughing about it to his homeboy, right? And I was just like, "Oh shit." And then like the vape crisis happened. It was like an yeah. episode of the Simpsons. Pops called that shit. We call him Pops, and that's <laughs> He called that shit back then, like, off-jump. He was like, oh, you can't do that. These dudes are idiots. But, I mean, 100%. You know.
0: I mean, that's honestly, that's why we never came out with a dissolute card. I mean, yeah. it's just one of those, like, this is going to be—something's going to happen here. This you is, know, yeah, it's this, just, like, one of those— Everyone's like, "It's too good to be true." I can take it anywhere, and, <laughs> and I mean, for me, anyway, it never really like did the trick. You know, it was like kind of
1: well, no, a real going maybe at, yeah. at best, or
0: yeah. hit the placebo effect for like you know the world fixation of smoking. But well, look, and this it. is the thing
1: that if check this out, if we had some, um, if everywhere across the country felt the way about cannabis that the state of California does, then people wouldn't be smoking it anyway. You I know mean, what I mean, like if, you wouldn't that wouldn't be the thing, yeah, the thing is is that it's it's comfortable, and it's because cannabis still has a huge stigma in most other places, you know what I mean, yeah, as being a very, very bad thing, uh I mean growing up in the eighties in the dare age, I guess, oh, and yeah, then just those. in general, like you know pot was was bad shit, it's the gateway drug, it's a
0: uh, yeah, I remember those commercials, this is your brain on drugs, this
1: is your yeah, brain, yeah. Yeah, there was there was yeah, some four egg. Yeah, I mean you know obviously let's not get into the drug war. It was a catastrophe. Right, it should have never happened. But um, okay, so the the rec market has been been some obstacles yeah. there and some yeah. adjustments.
0: Yeah, I mean we've we've done a couple drops on it. I think we did like one last year, and then we've done uh, one this year so far. Yeah, I mean it's just been kind of you know limited drops. Here and there just to get everything kind of back the way it used to be craft cannabis is uh, a little more difficult to find everybody's advertising craft cannabis but you know you go to pick it up so you
1: run you run the material so do you see that a lot that the quality is definitely tailed off with, oh, yeah.
0: uh, and once everybody that was you know you hired a bunch of growers it had a grow house kind of yeah. like what we were talking about have earlier. you seen a difference
1: I mean, in you know, the yields overall from certain things
0: yeah, I mean, the yields have gone up a little bit in some of the greenhouse that's gone compliant, okay. uh, but everything else has been kind of down for me for the really? most part. I mean, And yeah.
1: flavor-wise, definitely less terps.
0: Yeah, and, a lot, I mean, there's only X amount of nurseries, so, I mean, you get a lot of overlap when it comes to people's strains. Like, when we were working out of Salinas and, like, up in North— or, like, Central California, you saw a lot of the same thing from every single grow. Was it Whether it was indoor, outdoor, greenhouse, didn't really matter. Interesting. You know, then you went when we were operating out of Oakland. Same thing. You saw a lot of the overlap. I've, I mean, I've always. We're back down in LA, and LA's kind of always had the mo- most diverse, you know, amount of weed that we have access to as far as flavors go. Uh, and plus, I'm more of an OG guy anyway, and there's always more OGs down in, in SoCal.
1: Yeah, of course. Even I mean, with the
0: guys that are turning on down here, they're all pretty much, you know. Growing yeah, I mean, OG. If,
1: all right. OG didn't come from LA, but no, no. it is very. It is, it's a LA thing, bro. Yeah. And no one's really, LA LA no one else is growing it right now anyway. OG, OG is a thing because of LA though. So no matter what anybody, you know, yeah. and maybe, yeah. maybe low key responsible for recreational cannabis in some, in some sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's not like a bold statement, but just know that this, this, this variety became so valuable that it kind of made this a business in some sense or another. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um,
0: I mean that was our whole business nature's labs big staple is Spacewalker, which is a skywalker back cross skywalker and that was our staple strain I yeah mean, um hardcore og was off of hardcore og what? paris og was off you know there's so yeah, many yeah, strains yeah, yeah, that, yeah. like they were just yeah. og companies
1: did you work with paris company at all yeah yeah we ran, we ran yeah. some of those
0: guys stuff yeah um Back when Vader, and then we're all like still yeah, under when we was still umbrella. the big Russian
1: crew. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> one big happy Russian crew. Yeah, yeah, we worked with worked yeah with
0: them. We're, we've kind of worked with everybody for the most part back then, at least like some to some like white label degree or something like that. Yeah, we always we ran a lot of stuff back then.
1: Um, yeah, he he uh, he gets down, bro. I mean, their uh, yeah, their stuff was their style of cultivation is still. First of all, you know. When that, when that setup is ran right, it's fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, it's fire-ass shit. And uh, it was an interesting style because it doesn't like, like, the way that they, I don't know if you know, but if you know from their cults, like, the way they suspend the plants. So they've always ran, like, Dutch trays. Yeah. Um. Which, for people that don't know, are, you know, they're, they're little, like, six to eight-inch trays that sit... Instead, you see that we run these these big tables now. Yeah, they're like rain gutter, basically. Yeah, basically a rain gutter. <laughs> and so you'll have rows of them, almost like on like a seahorse, uh, sawhorse type of setup or something like that, you know. And uh, they suspend the plants with uh, with yo-yos, and yeah. these yo-yos are like they they're they're little retractable uh, strings with hooks at the end that yeah. basically can hold one thing to another but in this sense it normally it holds a, a branch of a plant up so instead of yeah. putting them in the trellis and supporting them that way they uh put a shitload of they suspend up. them yeah over top and they yo-yo the entire thing so each branch is like pretty much being held up by a hook at some point and it definitely uh it produces some 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 heavy some heavy yields yeah. and uh he actually told me that a reason that he likes doing that style is that you can get into the plant floor really at any time because of the gutters in between plants and you can really work the room, um, a lot better. Like I can't, I can reach into a, into a trellis, a four foot, five foot trellis, but like, you know what I mean? It's, let's be honest, that is a lot more work than it would be if I could individually deal with, with the plant, you know what I mean? And just put it back in its place and, and, uh, and go, so, um, they have an interesting style, it looks cool as hell when you see it, too, it's like one of those shockers, like, I guess, early on in the game, not, everything being such, like, a dark thing is, like, when you talk about these labs and the design of them, nobody's, nobody's really seen any of these labs outside of certain people anyway, because it was, you know, more than frowned upon, we'll say that, and, uh, you know, downright, um, you know, Illegal. So,
0: yeah. I mean, ours is four hundred square feet, and that I mean, tiny little, yeah, you know, <laughs> little spot. But it's just a twenty by twenty. But you know, that's all you needed when it came to it. My boys, that thank you. Out yeah.
1: in the desert, they have the, they have the trailers.
0: Oh yeah, the pods. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It's a, uh, it's a dope setup. Yeah, that I works. mean, it makes sense for the business to, you know what I mean, side of things.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's modular. You just add more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, I get why it's obviously a volatile, um, for those that don't know, um, butane was the, the preferred extraction method in the, the concentrate business for quite a long time and still is. Yeah. Um, and it's a very volatile, it's a very volatile chemical. It's, it's, it's explosive. It's one of the most explosive things.
0: You can definitely hurt yourself if you're stupid with it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, even in a closed setting, now in a licensed, built well setting, you can still fuck up and hurt yourself. There's that, yeah, that's yeah. that's I mean, still a chance. That there's something some videos happen. out there from like what my friends facilities. like to say about what my friends like to say about their blast containers that they do this in is is like. He's like, yeah, it's blast proof to the outside. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. You're inside,
1: not so much. He's yeah. like, I'm in, I'm in here though, bro. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. You're, you're not doing so good inside.
1: Yeah. It's, it's so, so definitely need to come to some. I mean, I mean, yo, you've, a lot of people don't know, but.